0: I'm Jazza. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm Dave. Welcome (laughs) Welcome to our storytelling experience that we're going to be sharing with you guys. Mm. Today we'll be playing some games in the world of
1: Grimm's Fairy Tales, and we're doing this on a platform known as YouTube. But if you like our content, you can also check out our
0: podcast. Yeah, and we're doing this live on Twitch. So if you want to join future live streams, we actually have a new stream time, which is very exciting. But uh, all the details are in the description. So go check it out. We'll be starting our first chapter in the new major campaign very soon.
2: And lastly, I want to thank Blackmagic, our sponsor. We wouldn't be here in this brilliant quality and... Uh, you know, a- anywhere near as good as it can be. They've sponsored us uh, through not only the hardware they've given us, but also all of our editing, editing is done on DaVinci Resolve, which is their software. It's free, so make sure you check out Blackmagic and their products and their software.
0: It's great. Awesome. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. This, yeah. I feel like this feels like our first established one-shot in the new studio with it because we've got the setup, we've got a, the time ready to go it's like
1: and I'm excited to say what could be or what looks like it'll be the more regular occurrence we asked our fans we asked our patrons what they really love in one shots and I think overall in the comments we saw a lot of people were really enjoying the sort of roughly 5 hours of roleplay like that that 3 or 4 episode mini mini campaign sort of thing rather where we can get a little bit deeper with the characters journey. and journey. Yeah. This will be the first one. So we're we're going to be doing um probably four episodes of this one, give or yep. take depending on how the story goes.
0: So Cool. And by the time this comes out, um there should be the the next stream will be like in in a couple of weeks so you'll be able to watch the two episodes before the next stream where we watch where we play the final two parts so yeah. definitely uh, follow us where you want to follow us if you want to follow us live so I guess it's it's uh, now time to jump into a new world
1: yes we are jumping into the world of well dark fantasy uh, Grimm's fairy tales so in this world it is effectively uh a 15th, 16th century era current world, but as if fairy tale things were normal and expected. So. They're not, you know, commonplace, but as humanity pushes out into the frontiers of the world and grows and becomes more populated, they are becoming a more commonplace occurrence. And as knowledge and people spread and they slowly begin to adopt uh, more organized religions of the world, they are forgetting the folklores and the old stories and the old things of the world. And in doing that, um, humanity is coming into far greater conflict Now, that is not to say that fairy tale creatures are necessarily a problem, but today, the players of our games certainly believe that they are. But they're playing as uh members of are you all established members? Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay. I I, I was gonna be a... Fre- I, if it's easier you I You can, can be, be fresh, no, yeah. you
1: because I've I've allowed for that. Okay, cool. So um but are gonna be opening and fighting or getting alongside the Grim Gang. And the Grim Gang are a group of people who believe that they have been wronged by fairy tale creatures and their core belief is that the world would be better off without them. Um, and they're not necessarily met with, you know, praise everywhere. There are people who um, maybe their their child's sickness was cured by a fawn in the woods or something like that because they adhered to the old ways. So there's positive things. It's not all evil. Yeah. But you guys believe it is.
0: So, so we would believe that the fawn is evil.
1: Yeah. Because humanity is better off without them. Cool all right they're all so we're the bad even, guys <laughs> even, well not necessarily because it's just a because even even the form that heals the, the the sick child the child sprouts horns and hooves yeah okay. but they live
0: yeah and then it's kind of like well we lose our humanity and do, or, yeah it, like.
1: it, it's not necessarily there's a lot of belief that like the bargain the fae bargain or the is always comes at a price and it's not always yeah. so it's just like do you take the leprechaun gold and then get the curse later who knows? Yeah, it's like the,
0: like the deal with the devil, essentially. Yeah, but you don't. It's not
1: necessarily. Not. No one knows. No one has enough centralized information to to say with any
0: certainty anything. Cool. Yeah, I love it. I so. love the mystery and the unknown about
3: it. Mm.
0: Who are you guys playing? Do
3: you you go you first. That? Yeah. Okay. So I am playing Helga. Um, her her little bit of her backstory is she was a cook um, first, and she used to bake all types of things, and then. She lived very close to a forest where the goblins would come into their town and kind of ransack it a little bit. And one day they came in and they really wanted all these delicious cookies that she bakes, and they actually locked her into an oven. Um, so my character has a huge phobia of ovens and fire, um, but she got herself out, luckily, and is just ready to, to kick some butt. So she joined the Grim gang, and she's worked very hard to like put an end to this she doesn't want it anymore these people don't belong here and they're just nasty mm. so um to give my character some visual representation i'm going for a miss trungible from matilda sort of vibe where she's more strong woman than like your pilates girl um and she has a bowler i believe that's what it's called yeah. yeah so the the two like shot puts on a chain um and she can do some serious damage with. how's
0: him. she dressed
3: very like again, strong woman sort of style where she would wear, she'd cover herself up more. Maybe has like a belt with yeah. like a long coat on,
1: um, cool.
3: and just yeah keeps warm. That's pretty badass. Yeah, probably you'd, yeah.
1: you'd get a lot of very odd looks. Yes, um, yes. You are, you, you know, in this time in this era, you're you'd be almost like why you know go in a circus, strong woman in the circus. Yeah, what 100%, is it like that kind 100%. of thing? You, dri- you, know, you dress like a man, yeah. that sort of stuff.
3: I, f- I fit more into the baker like aspect, but now that I've become a strong woman, it's kind of a bit of a weird visual representation. So, yeah. That's
1: Love it. People weren't cool. as cool back in the day. Oh. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Bryn, which Brim. is short for?
2: Brynjolf, the woodcutter. Um, so Brynjolf is a, a quite old man. He's he's 61, uh, and in his early years and, you know, for most of his life, he was a woodcutter. As he was settling down to start his family, unfortunately, they were tragically killed Uh, by a werewolf to which he came home from a long day of woodcutting and and found their broken (sighs) remains uh, and had vowed at that point cradling the crushed and ripped remains of his only daughter. He vowed to take revenge on all magical folk uh, or or magical creatures. Um, Unfortunately, in his uh, hunt to kill the monsters, he became a monster. So he's quite tall. He's very shaggy. He's got long hair, a long beard, haunted dead eyes, and he's very dirty, covered in dried blood, does not wear a shirt, literally just like woolen pants. And everywhere he goes, he carries, almost dragging behind him, this like old, dirty, chipped axe.
0: So he looks like a fairy tale, like a dark version of like a (laughs) woodcutter. Yes. (laughs) Love it. So cool. I am Wolfgang. I'm a toy maker. This is my profession. I have a dark story too. My wife, whom I loved, perhaps didn't tell her enough, left me for a prince. My child chased the gingerbread man off the cliff and died. That's entirely not true though, because my character has a delusion that that is his history. But actually what happened is his wife, who he, he didn't pay much emotional attention to, uh, left for a much more empathetic and attractive and well-off man. And at the moment that they declared their love to each other in front of him with their child between them at the, at the top of a cliff on a beautiful day on the sunset, rather than falling off the cliff or chasing the gingerbread man, the, uh, the mother and this new man uh, invited him to go with them. And he did. And so Wolfgang has convinced himself he has this delusion that is the fairy tale creatures. The gingerbread man killed his son. The, the prince from this, you know, storybook-style world and maybe it was like a phase sort well, of thing. Well,
1: the prince, yeah, and the, print, the The actual man was a baker. Yeah, that, That's the gingerbread man connection is that oh, he so ran off with the gingerbread man because cool. he smells like ginger and spices because yeah. he always
0: cooks baked goods. I love it. Cool. So um, Wolfgang has drowned his sorrows. Is this, uh He battles with alcoholism. He uh, is very, very stern and unemotional, and he escapes through his toy making. He's a brilliant craftsperson with his hammer and chisel, which were he to ever get into a scuffle meet a fantasy creature, he would use them in different ways. But um, even though he is incredibly (laughs) harsh and stern... His toys are incredible and no one makes them better. So people actually have so far sort of looked around it and the children would go in there, they'd be terrified, but they want those beautiful toys. Um, and there is this part of his soul deep, deep down that is very buried that when he's crafting the toys, that is his soft place. That is when he actually can be, you know, but, but no one ever sees it and he will never show anyone because that that is his secret. He's not safe. He doesn't feel like he can be that. So that is Wolfgang and he has not joined the Grim Gang yet, but he has heard about them and is like, that sounds like something I can get behind. Cool. <laughs> Maybe he's feeling like he needs to get some energy out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like get some revenge, yeah. Well, are we ready to start? I yeah. think we are, take it away.
1: Alright. I got a yawn coming. I'm gonna get that out of the way. <laughs> This is the pain of me streaming at the earlier time is I'm a night owl. So I'm like, oh my God, I've had my coffee. I've got to like power up for the morning session.
0: You just made hundreds of people yawn. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> we well, now you've said yawn, i got to yawn again.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So. Our tale begins in the village of Hamley. It is a frontier town. But it has been developing over the last two decades. It pushes back into an old dark forest with wood axe and lumber mill, cutting it down and making way for human development, human innovation. Two nights ago, a, a caravan arrived, a wagon with squeaking wheels and a, a hodgepodge of sort of accoutrements draped upon it, strange pelts and just a very eclectic-looking wagon pulled into town. About a half-dozen people piled out of the wagon and strode into the small inn of the town. They were clad in leather cloaks and weaponry, crossbows on their back, axes dragged behind them, altogether a disturbing sight for the townsfolk of Hamley. But their reputation preceded them. People knew they were the grim gang. They were the fixers. They were the bringers of normality. Through darker means, they would get rid of anything that ailed the people of uh, Hamley. They'd come, as they often do, travelling from town to town on the borders looking to see if anyone had had anything amiss. And Wolfgang had noticed them arrive. They'd been in town for two nights, moving between houses, gaining stories, learning. And he had eventually been drawn to them. And at one night, he has seen... The uh, the local inn, and there's a cry, a scream, and a yelp, and then sobbing. And Wolfgang, out on his evening stroll, heads towards, drawn by the allure of this chance of a gang that could potentially get him revenge against these these things. Um, and he spots, uh, and he he approaches, and out the front, called into a meeting from wherever they were in the town are two members of the Grim gang. Other members have been dispatched, leaving only the chapter master and the remaining two, which are, of course, Helga and Brynn, who stand out the front of this tavern about to enter.
0: You rock up. Slightly tipsy Mm -hmm. and trying to walk it off. Uh, Wolfgang approaches, very curious. For the last few days, he is wanted deep within him to ask or to learn about it because seeing the grim gang in town makes him painfully aware that making toys doesn't solve the problems that have been tearing him up inside and he approaches, he says who's this grim gang that I hear about
2: we've been known as that
0: tell me about how you solve problems, he's creatures these things that don't belong here
2: I heft my axe onto my shoulder with the blade
0: mm. you look much more capable than I am I'm not sure how I could be of any help but I want to be
3: I kind of look at the leader that's with us
1: well, you, they're <coughs> inside you know you're, oh, you're actually inside. just arriving to go in and meet with them oh. they said you might have a job
3: well, why not come in with us
1: very well. And I follow. The door opens. This particular in-house has sort of a a wet entry where you would walk in and take your raincoat off, take your boots off, uh, if they're really muddy and dirty, and then head. there's a door that heads in. Sitting in this entry is a, a woman, a townswoman, that you recognise. The town is large enough that, you know, it's not like you know everyone intimately. You know her. Um, and she she's sobbing into her hands... But uh, the door is open, a creak to lead into the tavern, and an eerie light is coming out from inside. The two of you do not know this woman, and you do not care. Do I? You don't know her well. You've seen her around the town. but Does she have children? Um, she is known. Yes, she does. Have I seen her
0: children? Is that how I know her?
1: Uh, maybe, yeah. Mm. Sure. One of them's peeked in, but she seems very upset. Uh, I'm gonna get you to make a general knowledge check. Okay. Challenge level one. would not have been one. So um I should have said it beforehand, but challenge level would not have been one. No, you you've been drinking. Nothing nothing springs to mind. Do we notice
2: the telltale signs of someone whose life has been impacted? Yeah. And you don't care. You assume. Oh. But there's work there potentially, right? In
1: the sense that, like, this is normal. <clears throat> mm. So you you know that you've been called in to meet with someone. So um, it's not your role to, so, like, interrogate, unless you're told to. You assume that if this woman is sitting there crying, that she's already explained what's going on, and you guys are just being called yeah. into the boss okay. to, like, talk to, to get the job So we're we'll just so going to walk in. Yeah, then, yeah. cool.
0: What, what is Wolfgang doing? I follow curiously um, I with trepidation. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like I've been useless. I feel like I have wanted a sense of purpose that I've lost and, and I have dreams and well, nightmares mm-hmm. about this cackling, laughing, high-pitched gingerbread <laughs> man in the distance. You can't catch me. And the look of my child is falling off the cliff and I'm reaching out to grab him and I can't. Maybe the door, this will make the dream stop. Oh, the door
1: creaks open and you all stride into the room. Mm-hmm. The large area, the open area of the tavern is, uh, is, is extremely open but completely dark. Save for a flitting light. There's a small lantern-sized iron mesh object in the middle of the room and there is like a wild dancing light that's casting deep shadows and flickering about from it, from that source. All the other lights and torches and fires in the room are out and all the furniture of the room has been pushed up against the walls and away from the central table.
3: Is anyone else in the room?
1: Uh, there are. Make a perception check. Challenge up with three.
3: <coughs> I haven't rolled dice so long. <laughs> that's, 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 there we go. Oh, was it three? Yep. Uh, four,
1: six. You notice the telltale sign uh, leaning up against the wall of your leader. Cool.
3: Walk straight over to him.
1: Her. Her.
3: Sorry. <laughs> them.
1: Uh, so you just bypass the table and walk yep. straight over to them. Yep. You both do. Bryn does as well. With you, do,
0: Wolfgang, from a slight distance.
1: Is this strange, in, yeah. strange thing in the middle of the room, flittering around and creating light. You're not interested
0: in. Oh yeah, no, I'm, fr- I'm pretty freaked out by everything at the moment. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have interacted with the world from a distance min- and minimally, so I'm sort of not sure about the right opportunity to speak up. But I'm uh, hyper aware of everything right now, mm-hmm. as, as far as I can be. Slightly tipsy.
1: Okay, so you, but you're keeping your distance. Yeah, nervous. Cool. So the two of you walk past the table <laughs> and over, and as you sort of. Ah, uh, clearly doing that, the figure leans off the wall. You hear the crinkle of leather as like a leather coats and gloves unfurl and they take a few steps forward until they're standing before the table in the centre of the room and they're occasionally being lit by this light from inside it. Um, and you see the sallow, older face of a woman who seems to be approaching about 60. She's tall. She's around six foot tall, which is very tall for a woman, especially of this era. Um, And she's built unusually powerfully, although with um, Helga in our group, not as powerfully as Helga is built. Um, And you both know her to be Viloma, and she's the leader and founder of the Grim Gang.
3: Viloma?
1: V-I-L-O-M-A-H. Viloma. And she is a... <clears throat> extremely competent leader and extremely um, direct. She strides forward and a woman, a few words she strides forward to the table and then her eyes dart
0: to Wolfgang, who is the newcomer in the room. Sort of like nervously shift my gaze, um, feeling a little bit intimidated by Present company, I had thought I wanted to uh, introduce myself and volunteer my services. Everyone, everyone I am facing looked incredibly capable and weathered, and I am wearing my toy maker's uniform, which is you know some bright blues and gold trimmings, and like looks like a as neat as in this grubby little town uh, can be. I am like the neat, stern one um, with a v- v- highly trimmed beard, and I am willing to get my hands dirty. Mm. But I'm aware that I don't look like that and I don't look experienced, so I don't say anything, I just sort of awkwardly You Yeah? Man, what brings you here? I, um, I have heard of I have heard of your organisation, and I'm interested in offering my services A local townsfolk
1: Did you know Esme and her hand gestures to the door in a crinkle of leather.
0: I. Uh, n- not particularly know. So. why? Why seek us out? <laughs> like the images flash in my mind and. <clears throat> like a sort of cough and straighten up and holding back tears. My child. was killed by one of these creatures. My wife was taken. By a vile fantasy prince. This is unnatural. It is not of this world. And I want it gone. And I want to be a part of making it go. Then you and I are of like mind. Have
1: you seen these creatures? Every night in my dreams. Well, the best dreams are the dreams that end with a bright dawn. And she reaches forward and pulls the top off this iron cage and the flitting light reveals itself and brightly comes out of the top. As she does, she pulls deliberately the leather gloves one finger off at a time of one of her finger and then pulls her glove off. And a small creature looks feminine with wings, flits up out of thing, and it's a fairy. I would like to heft my axe in preparation. You heft your axe in preparation? Like, angrily. But
2: I won't do anything without orders. But, but it I is like
1: it. almost unnecessary. There is a very soft, instantaneous, feminine voice, a tiny voice that comes, a squeak from this fairy that is immediately cut short by the backhand of a leather glove held in she, the fairy is struck onto the table with immense force, and then, before it has a chance to move, stand, or adjust its posture, Vilma's second hand comes down like a hammer, still gloved, and crushes the fairy onto the table. There is a final squeak and the sound of tiny bones breaking. <laughs> Blood sprays out onto the table. The light blinks out. I would like to scoop the
2: remains of this fairy into a small glass jar that I keep at my waist.
1: <laughs> she allows you to. Philema <laughs> okay. trusts and respects you and is used to your particular eccentricities. Joins the collection of... Eccentricities f- are very welcome in the Grim Gang. I'm
3: going to lean to Wolfgang and be like, she is good, no?
0: Yes. And I, my eyes are bright the feeling of elation watching this I'd never seen one of these creatures in real life with such clarity and when it was crushed my soul felt like a piece of it was acknowledging that this is where I need to be
1: <laughs> good you do not shy away from what needs to be done it looked sweet the way it takes our form to trick us to trick our children have you heard the tales ...of fairy dust. Speak them to me. Dust that can make you fly. A dream of men and women since the dawn of time to fly. And yes, it's true. Fairy dust. Flight. It is true, as Esme so learnt... ...when her husband was lured by this creature into the woods and gifted the fairy dust and the gift of flight. But alas, the fairies so often don't tell you that the gift of flight is a fleeting one. And now Esme needs a new husband and a new roof.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's unnatural. I'm going to spit on the ground. Disgusted after she said that.
0: I like pull out a chisel I keep a set of chisels in my hammer on me at all times like incredibly sharp and I like slam it into the table and I'm like Mm -hmm. tell me where you want to be well call it a trial then
1: we have a new job and I need you to do it while I stay in town and collect more information the others are off on the job so it falls to you As is so normal with these foul creatures, they appear to be preying on our children once again. This town has had a child go missing two months ago. Think nothing of it. It's a frontier town. Children are, by and large, soft in the head, and they are often likely to die. One child lost in the woods is normal. A second? That raises questions. And a month ago? Well, there was a second. And a day ago? Well, a day before we arrived. Two more. A boy and a girl.
0: Brother and sister. That explains this slow in business.
2: <laughs> you see the creak of the leather of my gloves as I clench the haft of my axe.
1: I do not know too much, and I will leave this to your investigation. Find out what you will. Find them however you can. Two children.
0: mother and sister, perhaps?
1: Yes, indeed. Their family lives in town. You could ask around and find out more, I'm sure.
0: Can I make a general knowledge to see if I know
1: who they are? Cause yeah, they've I'll, gone missing a couple yeah. of days ago. So,
0: challenge level... <coughs> challenge level...
1: It's fairly decent news, but you've been drinking around. No. I'm too hazy. You've been too too focused on your work and drinking in the evenings to have paid attention to local rumour. No. Well, investigation gathering is part of our business. Do you need anything before you go, or can I trust you'll get the job done? I don't think so. Normal supplies, I guess. Find the children is good, but kill what did this to them is better.
0: Come, yeah. come to my yeah. shop. Perhaps we can make a plan. Good. I'll I, be here cleaning my gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I lead them through the streets with a stern, brisk walk, little uh, wobblier than um, consciously I would like it to be, trying to represent myself well and be a host and also uh, get my sharpest, strongest chisels and sharpen things up a bit and on the walk I sort of turn to the others and say, how long do these plans need to take shape in? Would it be worth knocking on doors tomorrow or seeing how business flows and questioning the townspeople? What is the time? It's
1: like 7pm dark
3: Mm.
1: I mean, I would just be
2: keen to go to the edge of the forest and look for tracks.
0: Mm-hmm. D- did your character say that?
1: No, I'll <laughs> probably follow Helga's lead.
0: Brian, can you make a,
1: um, <coughs> a perception check? Challenge level three. We
3: could do some oh,
1: investigation. Two sixes <laughs> cool. You don't know the same thing.
0: I get my sharpest chisels and awesome, blah 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 and grab a sharpening file and a few other bits and pieces that I would have as a worker and mm-hmm. sort of stand at the door and say Uh well I guess now you are my host. You tell me how you need me.
3: Mm. I will obey. I'm gonna just put my hand down to you and say Helga. It's nice to meet you.
0: Wolfgang or oh, Wolf. And you are Bering. Green. Green.
3: Green is not much of a talker.
0: Do you have silver? Some Bring it. I nod. Walk back in my shop, the cling of the bell behind me, I enter I, I re emerge. You know, uh, how much silver do I have?
1: Um You're a <laughs> toy maker. I'm gonna say you have some silver for intricate stuff, but not a particularly large amount, but more than most people would have. Yeah. Um so what what particular Like, you have some silver coins. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a mix. You might have, yeah, just some random bits of, like, bits and bobs, trinkets.
0: Am I playing footsies with you? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I I re-emerged from the shop and with a, a very casual sort of uninterested, intentionally uninterested expression, but it, I think probably from what you could hear when I went in the shop and came back out, I was scurrying around everywhere scrambling to get every piece of silver I could find as quickly as possible because this is my chance to make a good impression and actually be helpful. Do you <laughs> you
1: asked for silver. Do you want to uh, make a destiny
0: roll? Yeah, yeah, okay. I got a five. Yeah, so pretty much what I said is just a few scraps and coins and stuff. And i come out with a bag and it's clear that, like, some of it has, like, bits of wood splintered that are still attached to it and some are coins and it's clear that I just got silver that I knew from everywhere in the shop and put it into a bag. And I, like, hold it up. Is this what you're looking for?
2: Any silver is useful.
0: Very well. It's yours. I pocket it. I don't
2: know what I use it for. but
0: Killing werewolves?
3: Yeah. Yeah
1: look at Helga expectantly.
3: Perhaps we go investigate the forest.
1: You investigate wherever you like to. Yeah. Let's go to the forest. So you're looking for a boy and a girl. That is all you know at this stage. I would like to look for small tracks using my survival, okay. possible. Yeah, you can make a survival check. Challenge level with no information. Challenge level four. Ah, yeah. You have a cursory look around the town, but given the dark state of everything and the fact that the town isn't tiny, there's a lot of ground to cover. And you have a feeling that without a more precise area or maybe the light of day, you will have trouble finding tracks.
3: Okay. We'll just scout the town out, I think, and just you'd show us where everything is. Can't imagine it's a huge town. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's a brief it's, tour. Um, it's, uh, it's bigger than you'd think.
3: Okay. Yeah. Then maybe we just go like the major sort of roots and stuff and then we'll head back i think mm-hmm. have i
0: played a Wolfgang before i don't know maybe someone in chat says here goes jazz with wolf again i'm like have i done maybe that maybe you
1: maybe you keep saying wolf or wolf inter- interchangeably i don't know wolf was the pet wolf from oh, wolf. Was okay
0: all right cool yeah, just yeah. checking all right i'm, I'm clean because i remember that was like um
3: yeah
0: not Wolfgang. anyways cool do, do
3: you have lodgings
0: you can stay at my place for the night. I have some bedrolls to spare. In case of company. I will which clearly I've never had. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I will stay in room with no fire.
0: Very well. And I lead into my the upstairs of the toy shop, get out the bedrolls, unclip, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's clear they're dusty, never been shared and... Everything is. Uh, I'm just gonna say everything is pristine, mm-hmm. like obsessively clean. Yeah. Cool. So you guys
1: are
3: going to bed. Yep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay up. Okay. But get minimal. I imagine I'm quite well rested, but want to sleep for like a minimal amount. So I want to stay up till like twelve o'clock. You want to
1: get up at dawn, basically. Yeah. Okay. So what are you gonna do in that time?
3: Literally just start looking out, seeing if I can hear anything or we'll see anything. Just, that's probably about it. And Rob?
2: I kind of want to go for a stroll on the edge of the woods mm-hmm. with my axe. Just looking, seeing it. Not, not, not looking for the
1: children, just looking for anything fae.
2: Mm.
1: Okay. Um, make a perception check. Challenge level secret. Zero. Okay. You definitely don't spot anything fake. You wander the perimeter of the town. You occasionally pass what looks like a militia, you'd say, more than a guard, someone who maybe wasn't part of a guard but has now uh, become one, with a torch. There are actually several of them on the outskirts of the town. Probably every 100 metres there's a lone guard with a torch sort of looking out into the woods, which ordinarily wouldn't be there. Can
2: I ask them if they know where the children were located in the town, like where they might have gotten off
1: to? You can do anything you want. It's a role playing game. It's true. <laughs> I, would like, I would like to approach
2: them as I go past them and okay. just curtly be like, the kids that went missing, were
1: they from near here? So you know what? He just knows. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 make it. Um, I'm going to get you to make a persuasion check. Challenge level two. Just. For this guy to even want to talk to you because you look terrifying. <laughs> That's fair. yeah. So this isn't you're not trying to convince him to do anything except for just say reply to you in a normal way. <laughs> I like the idea that my character just has this aura of darkness yes. around him. <laughs> <What>? Aura <laughs> of dread, I was gonna say. Ooh. critical success. Okay. Yeah. He looks at you and he's like, You're one of the grim gang. Yes. Uh, and you want to know about the kids for they were around here? Yes. yes. They were. Um Locals. Well, the, the latest ones, I'm guessing. The other poor swords are probably dead. Uh, yes, Theodore's kids. I think they just live over there. Yeah, I'm assuming he gestures. he gestures to a house. And did the kids play near the edge of the forest? All the kids do. I mean, what else is there to do around here? Is there any particular area they would congregate? Uh-huh. They play chasing games all over the shop, although not so much lately. Their parents are keeping them inside or at, the, or at that toy maker's place.
2: Okay, I keep a mental note of this
3: area
1: mm-hmm. and then continue my stroll. Cool. What are you doing?
3: I'm staying up. I don't hear anything now. You're Go in through. the house. Yep.
1: You're just sitting inside. Yep. Okay, you don't hear anything. Yeah. Uh, well, well, then it's just Bryn out. Oh, eventually I'll
2: head back. Okay. Um, sharpen my axe before I go to bed, and then get a few hours in.
0: Cool. i will have lent you a very fresh and efficient sharpening stone. Mm. <laughs> I appreciate that. I have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm assuming you have So like the your night rapture. passes. Yeah.
1: Roll a destiny roll and get a two.
0: That's not good
1: for us. That's not good. Cool. I mean, it's the right setting for it, too. I'm, I'm not going to tell you what's no, going on, but sure. maybe when there's a couple of missing children, time is probably a critical thing. And yeah. going to bed for eight hours and having a nice nap is probably not the best <laughs> for their future. Are, hey. We're resting
3: up.
0: There's a lot of work to do. That needs energy.
3: I said dawn. Well, you said dawn, but yep. yeah, that's what I can
1: Dawn is generally. Eight to ten hours after 7pm Okay Eight to ten hours at night time In a cold forest For two small children Uh, (laughs) Ah
3: What if we done? Children are resilient (sighs) Yeah, they're fine They bounce They'll
0: be fine Yeah, they're squishy Oh wait, that can be bad (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: so The morning comes Mm -hmm. Sunshine comes up I
0: have a very boring breakfast prepared. It's very neat.
3: To
0: oh yeah, yeah yeah. I just nice. pass it to you and it's something we can take on the road. It's like just some toast and bread or like some not stale bread but just just bread and
3: What land. is this?
0: It's hospitality. I nod and I like head to the door like I believe we have places to go. You went for a wander last night? What did you discover?
2: Uh, I know where the kids are, lived. We should search the area of the forest around them. Yeah. Describe it to me.
1: It was dark. You could <laughs> lay them there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll just leave them there. So you lead them to the house or the area near it? Okay, the house. We'll go to to Theodore, who I'm
2: assuming is the parent.
1: You're standing. Okay, you arrive at the front of a rather um, decrepit-looking, very impoverished home. I'd like to, like, heftily bang on the door. (laughs) I'm going to get you to make a strength athletics check. Challenge level? This won't have a challenge level, but I am very curious to know what you get. (laughs) I missed the dice. What a shocking roll.
0: That's okay. So the door survives. The door tonight. survives. Yeah, it was so,
1: the, the house is so destitute that if you'd rolled high, it was just gonna, you were just going to hit the door. It was going to break. I almost oh. critically failed. I only got one <laughs> So you knock on the door like a normal person, uh, and the door doesn't shatter. Um, and after a hesitant period of time, the door pulls open, and a, a gaunt and incredibly thin-looking man looks out at you with like um, sunken eyes. Hello, what can I do for you? theodore uh, he looks behind him and he's like oh y- yeah good yeah. morning good morning
3: we are here from uh, organization we have come to help your children they've gone missing
1: yes Oh, terrible terrible tell
3: us more please uh, I'm gonna get him to sit down as well and gesture and get us comfortable and stuff
1: you are brought inside. Can I get you to make perception check? Challenge level two. All of us? Uh, Bryn seems to be the one. Uh, sorry, Helga seems to be the one that cares the most. So. Oh, one, two successes. Okay, okay. All right. So as you come in, you notice that this household is extremely poor. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a bit like a thin old rug with holes in it. It's thrown across a single large bed. Um there's no evidence of any kind of like toys or it's like a one room house with a stove pot in the middle that would heat the house and um there's a loaf of semi-eaten bread with a crusting of mold on it and a rusty knife next to it that you can see has been used to scrape some of the mold off um and it's still being eaten and that's the only sign of food you see in the house
3: does the town seem pretty plentiful or is it no, everyone is pretty. Mm,
1: it's mixed. Yeah, okay. Food, it's not. It's a forest frontier town, so if um, it's not not much agriculture here, but like if the hunting season is poor, people go very hungry. Yeah, okay,
3: no worries. Your children. Yeah. Tell me about them.
1: Mm. They were bright little kids, I guess.
3: Mm. And the night they disappeared.
1: Yeah. Oh... Uh, they were just outside. We never saw them. They ran away, I guess. You were asleep. No, we were inside, making a meal.
0: Did you smell scent of cookie, ginger, perhaps? Oh, I wouldn't know what that smells like. It's mm. been so long since. Were they off. chasing something? Oh, that's what kids do, isn't it? Mm. Like, nod to myself, like, this gingerbread man. Do we see <laughs> other rooms,
2: or is it just a big open
0: one with, like, a sleeping pallet for <clears> kids?
2: It's,
1: it's a big open room. Okay, but like, do the children have bedrooms? No, it's, one, it's a one-room house. Okay. So you assume they either would have slept on the floor or slept probably more likely in the same bed as their parents, as is fairly standard.
3: Is it mm. just, and it's just him, yeah?
1: Uh, in the house currently, yeah. yes.
3: Where is uh, your partner, assuming?
1: Uh, she's probably foraging, trying to find some berries or something, I guess.
3: In the forest as well?
1: well? Well, that's where berries are.
3: Hmm, interesting.
1: Maybe she's off, you know, crying with the women's group.
3: I kind of lean into you a little bit and say, this does not seem like a very productive town. <laughs> you, look, we are interested in your case. Um, we would like to help.
1: Make a perception check, all of you.
0: Mm-hmm. One. That was a good roll. That was five. Yes. Oh, You're very keen right I now. Deceptive. Ah! Oh, I did pretty good. Two. I got three. Two. Okay,
1: so um, Wolfgang notices that this. Wolfgang and Helga notice that this guy seems a little bit relaxed, like a little bit not, mm. not affected got... by the loss of his children. Mm. Um, and Helga just further notices that he seems to be lying.
3: Mm. Mm.
0: I too have lost a child. Hmm. It deeply <laughs> affected me.
1: I shouldn't laugh, but the fact that he's, like, delusional, it's like, I was, like, sympathising yeah. with people whose children are actually dead. It's like,
0: dude, your child is fine. He's one, one, it's it's probably you know, just the better, better off without yeah. you. Yeah. It breaks my heart every night. I can't imagine the pain you're going through, but yeah. having lost two, uh, you seem numb to this. Uh, uh, I guess I haven't processed it fully, right?
3: I mean, with... Too less mouths to feed. I understand that that could be interesting. Anyway.
2: I'm not the smartest person, <laughs> but <laughs> have I picked up on the fact that these two are dubious? No. With okay. one one on your
1: perception roll. Okay. <laughs> you're just like, whatever. <laughs> no, but from what <laughs> they're saying, you seem numb. They just seem overly engaged in it. Okay. You're, you're oblivious even to that context. Maybe you're like too busy sharpening your axe or something. Like why aren't I killing something right now?
3: <laughs> your children's names.
1: Oh. Ansel and so on grow.
3: Good mm. names.
0: Mm. I like. They were good kids. Mm. They seemed the a playful type, I I believe I recall them. Upon hearing their names,
1: you remember two rather dirty looking children in um hand me down hole filled clothes pressing their greasy hands against your uh, your window and never being never coming in. They've never stepped in your building. Okay but you, you, you have a feeling that they never stepped in because they knew they'd never be able to buy anything in there.
0: Gotcha. Well. I, I believe this is all the information we will get here.
3: I believe so too. Thank you, Theodore.
0: Okay.
3: We will be back.
1: Oh, well, we don't have to do that.
3: We, oh, we will We will be back.
1: Please don't do that. We, we will be My back. wife is grieving and I think it'll be best... If you leave us alone.
3: Uh, we will be back. And I stand <laughs> up intimidatingly.
0: <laughs> I like how pushy-out we uh,
3: going. No, we're coming back.
0: See you soon, yeah. buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I'll we'll just I'll walk out.
1: Yeah, you're not going to press the situation, just leaving? I think I know
3: what the situation is pretty, pretty clear, but we'll see how we go. Um, okay. and I try not to break their door So you, so
1: you Okay, right. So you think you know what the situation is, yes. but you're not going to press it. You're just no. going to let it be.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. You Unless
3: anyone else wants to do,
1: I don't understand what's yep.
3: going on.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I if the, you go
1: outside and Helga tells you,
0: obviously, you yeah, he make sense. referenced the woman's group or something. Mm-hmm. Um, do I know what that is? Do you feel that that was just a deflection? Okay, so they, I I don't I turn to Helga and say, "There's like that's just was kind of like a uh, yeah,
1: just a generally dickish husband thing to say. Like, yeah. there's no such thing as like a unproductive woman's group."
0: It is clear this, this man has no idea uh, what his wife is feeling or where she is and seems to have no concern for his children, having lost them very recently.
3: Tell me, is this a common occurrence in your town?
0: Children being lost? Mm-hmm. Becoming more common, it seems. Mm. There are less and less children in my shop. And I am a very obliging host.
3: Yes. It seems as if the occurrence of these beings that we despise so much are very convenient excuses.
0: You think is Is there anything I 100%. can impart as far as insight to the state of the town? Hunger, perhaps. Um, general, like the struggles. Have they been getting worse or better? Or like, what? What can now, I? Now that you, that you think here?
1: about it, you would say that um, it's it's. Winter. It's approached winter. It's not full winter. And um, it hasn't been as good a harvest. A lot of the harvest, like, imports of food were diverted to other towns through various reasons, but the town didn't get the same shipment. And the hunting season has been uh, actually a little worse than usual. So people are... struggling right now
0: is there a correlation that i might be able to figure out between the children that have gone missing and the families who have been struggling the most
1: um you'd say that the two children that have gone missing beforehand had bought things from your store which generally suggests middle class so the two previous ones you have no reason to think that they were particularly poor I, i share this information
2: I mean, I asked Jenny if I thought the dude was lying, and she said yes. I mean, I asked Helga. Mm -hmm. I would like to kick
1: open the door and and go back in with my axe. Okay. (laughs) The door (laughs) kicks open. You don't have to roll for that. It actually splinters off the frame, and you burst in. Theodore looks with wide eyes. He grabs the rusty knife on his table and brandishes it towards you. I'm going to walk towards him and literally (laughs) just smack it out of his hand. You don't even need to roll combat. He, you, As you approach aggressively, um, he he, like faintly offers to proffer it, like to ward you, but he's backing up the whole time. He clearly has zero confidence in actually getting in a fight and you easily disarm him. Why are you lying? Uh, I'm, I'm going to get you to... Um, are you in league with them? And I heft my axe. Oh, God. He's. I'm going to get your old destiny. Let's see how this is going to go.
0: Four. Oh,
1: that was four.
0: It looks like an eighteen on the camera. That was yeah, a four. He,
1: um. <laughs> he falls against the wall and slides down onto the floor and looks up at you and he's just like, "No, what bootleg with whom? The creatures. No Not monsters. God, no, no. What do you want? Leave me alone." Why are you lying? What are you not telling? I... Nothing.
0: While this is happening, I'm going to make a perception check around the room. We're in the middle of the room yep. now. So I want to look for anything that seems a little out of place for the standard of living I would expect them to have in this okay. house. What's the challenge level for something like that? Three. That's pretty specific. Okay. I got two. two. So. I'm going to use a destiny point.
1: Okay. You succeed by using your destiny point. There is nothing. If anything, they are poorer than you would have thought. Okay. Um, yeah.
3: I'm going to lean up against the door and, like, whistle at you. And be like, it's not worth our time.
0: I'm he afraid he's with entirely useless. Eyes. I will
1: be back. <laughs> have you got a... a um, Let me have a thing.
3: I, I want like intimidation. I
1: want intimidation.
2: Well, you I want to say intimidation by stature, but that's not a thing. Strength? You
0: could, I mean, you could do persuasion with a strength base, what vocational but woodcutter, axe, and woodsman. Okay, you could assist persuasion with your vocation skill.
1: Yeah, you can persist. You could do a. Okay, I'll get you to make an, uh, uh, a persuasion check, mm-hmm. but you can assist with your combat skill. Cool. <laughs> Minus the weapon. So, eight dice.
0: Nice That's cool.
1: And the challenge level for this is... A total challenge level for this will be four. So this is this your
0: assist? One, two, three, four. four. So, you get plus one to your So, plus one
1: automatic Well, uh-huh.
0: And my persuasion I was hoping three. that was going to be better. So, you got to get three and then you get plus one. So, no.
1: Critical Fail. Plus one success. No. Not, so really. you're not a great fail because no. of the plus one success. You brandish it and he whimpers a little bit, but he doesn't give up any information.
0: We're like harassing the most vulnerable and wounded people in the town.
3: <laughs> I was only like, minorly harassing them. Yeah.
0: Giant man with an axe standing over the whimpering body on the floor. <laughs> he knows something and I know he knows something. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're going to get it out of him. Without
1: uh, escalating your violence. It, you know, it doesn't seem like he's going to let anything like threat alone is not going to
0: perhaps there is nothing left but to go into the forest and look for where they're missing I indicate at the open door
1: he looks very feeble
2: <laughs> I'm really tempted to pick him up and bring him with us
1: yeah
0: okay
2: as like a human shield for bait
0: <laughs> what would your character do
2: Well, knowing how I reacted to the loss of my child, I'm probably quite pissed off the fact that he's being so
0: meek. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty similar, to be honest. Yeah. So I wouldn't protest if you <laughs> happened to do no, that. Yeah, no,
3: me, I wouldn't either.
0: Yeah. I'll leave him. Okay. Oh, we are this close. <laughs> All right. But I will be back. <laughs> just very. and I head out the door and towards the forest. Cool. I'm in a roll destiny as you head towards the forest. <laughs>
1: Fuck, okay, me. those rolls are bad. Now, I, um, nine, nine was the role.
0: Being a local, mm-hmm. uh, I would, I, I think, know the bits of the forest that are known and mm-hmm. bits that are less known, less explored, and a bit more uh, precarious. Mm-hmm. So, I head to what I would believe would be the most precarious.
1: Oh, okay. I'm going to get you to make a survival check, challenge level three, as you head to that most precarious place.
0: Oof. Okay.
1: That's not what I thought you were going to say. I like that. Three,
0: three successes. Ooh, nailed
2: it.
1: As you get there, uh, you look around for a while at the most dangerous way, like, sort of brush that leads out of the village, and you spot that there is an area where bushes have been pressed aside and some, like, people have travelled recently. Beyond this, you, you see, do you follow it a little bit? Yeah. Yep. You follow it maybe 20 metres pushing out into the woods, and then you spot a hand-stitched... Rag that looks old um, that has the approximation of like a teddy bear's face on it that's slightly torn and stuck in some
0: brambles. And I like pick it up, pulling it, releasing it from the, the thorns, my hand slightly shaking and I turn to the others. This is not a path that is often tread, but it is a dangerous area for children and a child has been here. Okay. I believe we should proceed.
1: Yeah, I would like to try and look for a path and track it if possible. Mm-hmm. All right, um, I'll get you to make a survival check, challenge level three, for Bryn. Critical success.
0: Yeah, every yeah. dice of the five. Beautiful, five Hell successes. Yes. We needed a win.
1: <laughs> Pushing through the woods for the next half hour or so, you follow the rough pressed away, like the bushes torn apart. And you you lead the way with your axe, cleaving away little bits of branches and driving out into the woods. And after that half an hour, you arrive at a small clearing, and you have uh, as it leads the clearing and sort of underbrush leads way to mud and dirt you see that there are clearly four sets of footprints coming into this clearing, two adult and two small child. You also notice with that exceptional uh, roll that uh, the children's shoes, the soles of the shoes, are full of holes and weak and fabric and, you know, very, very poor. And there are two sets of tracks leading back to town. These are the adult footprints and there are two sets of tracks leading further into the woods. I'm going to say I'm smart enough to figure that out. Yeah, Yo, know, you got to fight. You tracked <laughs> the crap out of it. No. Four people came in: two adults, two children. Two adults went back to town. Two
0: children wandered out into the woods. Bryn's looking intensely I, I, at this, and I, <laughs> I say, um, you, you notice something? Four
2: enter, two leave. I clench my axe really tightly, the leather of my gloves creaking on the wood and then scream at the top of my
3: lungs. Do it. Up. That was (laughs) impressive.
1: Birds screech as they flutter off into the uh, woods and in response, echoing from deeper in the woods, almost in response to that howl. Howl!
2: I visibly start shaking. <laughs> Alright. From my belt I take out one of the several vials that I have stored there. And it's just full of blood. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. I didn't explain anything else. And I pour it onto my head. Rub it across my body and face and just run towards that sound. <laughs> okay,
1: you just burst out into the woods.
0: I, I mean, can't. I guess if there would be anything that triggers you... I'm <laughs> going
1: <gonna, laughs> right. to
3: turn to you and be like, he, he does... I'm going to get you making make an
1: athletics check. challenge. The, the idea being that they'll smell the blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, athletics three. Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: It's good to have that clarification. Yeah, it's his yeah, like you know, thing. He's just not like just, he's like, just he's like, insane. He's it's he's like lotion on it. the skin before heading
1: yeah,
2: into it. he
3: does it.
1: What was my challenge level? Challenge level three. Oh, fuck it. I destiny. destiny yeah.
3: Destiny, okay, boy. so three. Get three.
1: You push through. I'd uh, So you'd only okay. failed by one, but yeah. you yeah. make it. Okay. You push through, and branches whip against his flesh, and you see like little cuts open up, and blood comes down. But yeah. he basically breaks a path out through the woods. Yeah. Um,
3: We're
0: chasing after
3: him. I, at yeah. a distance, yeah. yeah.
1: Can you also make a survival check again for um, tracking out of this area?
3: What is with
0: my That wolves? was awful critical Aww. fail. <sighs> you did get he a critical just, success. He's, he's got off in the wrong direction. At least it's dramatic.
1: <laughs> and that is exactly what's happened. So, um, basically, Bryn has, in the moment of that wolf howl, you are running directly for the sound of the wolf howl. Mm-hmm. But the tracks of the children went off in a different direction. Cool. I will have noticed that, right? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll get you to make a survival check and yeah. see if you notice.
0: Yeah, okay. Challenge
1: level three. Three. Okay, Yay. so you notice the tracks of the children
0: lead off a different way. Brim! Brim, don't run off so quickly. No. You're being rash. Well, I Helga, I don't know how to, you contains this beast, man, but the children <laughs> went this way.
3: Okay. We follow the children. He's got his own thing. He'll be fine. <laughs> okay, so
0: you're just he does this t- every Tuesday. Split yeah. the party. I'm sorry to split the party. I think so we're splitting it's the party. It's a blood yeah. dust. Okay. He's chasing the wolf howl, and we are. Uh, we're At like. At
1: least you generally got good tracking, so you might be able to find your way back. Well, yeah.
3: I when I whistled to you before, that's like a whistle I have for you too. So like, if I'm if we're lost, I can whistle to you, and you know yeah. where you are.
0: Cool. Where. We follow the tracks right. of the children. You guys
1: head forth, and about ten minutes passes of this, like. Occasionally you hear a howl of wolves and keep like echolocating closer and closer. Um, and you both encounter something different. Bryn bursts into a clearing, looking around madly, and he sees something a little bit odd. There is the stump of a tree in the clearing, as well as a neat pile of logs. And in the stump of the tree, there is an axe embedded in the stump, but no one around to claim it. And... The sounds of wolf howling is closer. For the others, you reach a small patch, a small clearing, where the footprints begin to become almost impossible to track. In front of you, you spot... Uh, I'll make you get... No, you, you spot this, actually. Uh, so in the middle of the clearing, that's flutter off as soon as you get there was a... a group of about six or seven birds pecking at the ground. And as they disappear, you see the the similar sites of moldy stale breadcrumbs left. There are a handful of them left as birds pick and eat them and fly away.
0: Cool. I think that's an interesting place to Mm -hmm. sort of wrap it up. And as the mystery will proceed in the next episode. Cool. Cool. Episode one. I think we certainly (laughs) hit that tone. But until next time, it's ho This is really fun. Uh, we're continuing live. We're doing t- two episodes in the one stream. But uh, so if you want to, if you ever want that real fill. Feel free to join us in the live streams. but and if you're new
1: to our live streams, you're probably going, wait, why are they stopping? And then what? What's going? It's you know, because then
0: we we sign off on YouTube and then we start shouting. Don't worry, Twitch, we're still here. Don't worry, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's more. There's more. We just take a little short break and then we'll get back into it. That's it. But thanks for watching, guys.